0: Terry Mom Talk Radio, we know behind every soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. Now, in our 16th season, with over 500 episodes in 17 countries, we are Radio Strong. Now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd.
1: Everybody, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here today with Dee, Dee Lake, and we are going to be talking about finding your tribe. And I think, you know, it's so important, Dee, Dee because writing is such a solitary pursuit. Even if you're writing in a group, there's like, shh, no talking, shh, no talking. You know, it's like a library, you know, you get yes. together with your friends to write and you want to talk and kibitz and have lattes and stuff, which is why I don't write with other people. I get nothing done.
2: Yeah, me too. Um I like the the ones that I can't think what's called uh There's a name for it where you'll join other people and you'll write for a certain amount of time, like say half an hour, or 45 minutes, and then you chat for 15. So it's nice, but you've got to make sure that you have somebody that's hosting that that's really like on it. They're like, no, no, the chatting stops. But what's nice about that too is like one time I did one and I could not think of a word. Like it was just escaping me that I needed a word. So when we went to the break, I was able to say, Hey, you know, this is what I'm looking for. And somebody else had the perfect word. So that's, that's nice. And it's not so lonesome. Because you see other people on your screen, or you could shrink them too, you know, which is nice, or you do it live also.
1: Yeah, but it's nice because the more you immerse yourself into a community, the easier it is to keep like the monkey mind away the monkey mind that says, You're never going to get this done. You're not good enough. What makes you think you could tell this story? Your story's stupid. Like, I'm not saying that's what you're
2: thinking, that's what I'm thinking. Like, that's what goes on in my head. Yeah, I think it's a very, uh, very common for people to think that kind of stuff so that's it's sad that we do that to ourselves you know self what is that called self-sabotaging but um yeah it's it's not uh it's better to be in a community also you know when you're around people of like-mindedness and they're doing the same kind of thing you're doing it's going to bring you up a level you know just naturally brings you up another notch when i um i went to the national speakers academy and you know, I had been in Toastmasters, which was great. It taught me a lot about speak, public speaking. And then I went up to the, the academy, and that my level of speaking just went way up. You know, because they are they're they're knocking it out, they're doing it, and I learned so many things just being around them. You know, and so that was important. I do the same thing with when I'm around other authors. I've been working in the the uh, writing industry now for almost seven years. I can't believe it's been that long, and uh, just being around. Deb Butterfield and Tamara Clymer, who are the publishing owners of uh, Cross River Media, we meet once a week. And it's nice because I may not be involved in what they're talking about, but I've learned another section or another part of the writing industry. And that's very helpful. And, and every time I just feel like, oh, I got a little extra edge because I know that, you know, what I mean, whatever it is, you know. Um, so, and I also know that because Deb is an editor, at any point I can ask her a question, like, why do we say it this way, you know? And she always has the rule for it, which is nice.
1: Right. She's like the human strunken white.
2: <laughs> yes, she is. Absolutely. And if she doesn't know it, she looks it up and lets you know exactly what it, which is great. I, I love that because I don't enjoy research.
1: No, and so, it's, yeah. you know, the other thing is you learn a lot about yourself in relation to other writers and you don't feel, or at least I didn't feel so much like an oddball. And I can tell you when I'm in LA working, I tend to watch more movies, I watch more YouTubes and media consumption, because that's really the big thing out here. Now, juxtapose the work I do in New York and Connecticut. When I was in Connecticut for my last trip working, I went to this great Barnes and Nobles in Stamford. It was two floors, I got myself a coffee, I sat down, I plowed through a whole bunch of books, then bought them and had them shipped you know, to my home. I mean, they shipped them online, you know, to my home, but I ordered everything. And I don't think I've ordered a book in a Barnes and Noble out here, even though I love to read. Yeah, you know, I tend to use more digital out here, I go walking outside, I go to the beach, I listen to a book on Audible, or I listen to, you know, a book or a masterclass. And, you know, it's interesting how the influence of living in a digital environment versus a literary environment, it's a big deal. Now, if you don't have a choice because you're a military family and you're stuck somewhere, which we've all been, isn't it great to go to YouTube and find your tribe?
2: Another thing is about finding your tribe is you can make your tribe you know, and you can create that atmosphere if it's not there. And I think that the military spouse and military environment lifestyle is very good about that. You know, we're, when we get somewhere, we land someplace. It's like, man, last place I was at, they had, you know, this writing club and our group. And now I don't have one. Didi, I'm just going to jump in here for a second, because now is a great
1: time to thank our sponsor. And our sponsor today is Patriot power generators. And I want you guys to go check them out. Just go to four Patriot the number four, 4Patriots.com, and use code MILITARYMOM to get 10% off. That's 4Patriots.com. Use code MILITARYMOM to get yours today. Now, why is a generator important? Wind, heat, ice, snow, storms, earthquakes, you name it. A car can hit a power pole and knock your power out. Heat waves, high power demands, you name it. You know, we have a power grid that was designed in the 1800s, and now the White House even sees it, and they're saying two-thirds of the grid are at least 25 years old. And you know, they're going to get to it. They've announced billions of dollars to update the infrastructure, but how long will that actually take? And with the military family, when we're moving, you know, Didi, how many moves have you made? 13? I've made 10? The military family, military moms, military parents, we are on the move. So with the Patriot power generator, you get a solar generator that doesn't install in your house because it's portable. You can take it with you. You can even use it inside, but it's powerful enough for your phone medical devices, and even your fridge. And right now, you can go to 4Patriots.com and use code MILITARYMOM to get 10% off your purchase on anything in the store, including the Patriot Power Generator. You'll also get their famous guarantee for an entire year after your order, plus free shipping on orders over $97, and a portion of every sale is donated to charities who support our veterans and their families. Just go to 4Patriots.com and use code MILITARYMOM to get 10 off. That's forpatriots.com. Use code military mom to get yours today. Now we're talking today with Dee, like a military mom, military family, and a military author about moving into new communities and creating what was either in your old community or what is missing and you think would be exciting in your new community
2: a lot of people will just go right out and, and create that start meeting those people talking to people and that's important is that even if it's not there already you can do it you can create that if that's just you inviting you and another author to go have coffee together or you know whatever um because once people find out that you're an author they or a writer they will try to connect you with other ones So like oh you know so and so she writes a book and i mean it happens to be all the time you know and, and i like that you know i like that you know we are a small community, actually, the author and writer uh, community and industry is very small. So it's something to remember, too, when you're doing business. But um, Yeah, but we create amazing things that change
1: the world. You know, I'm always amazed at You know kind of the humble quiet writer who is created you know who is the kernel of our blockbuster movies who is the kernel of these you know netflix binge worthy series you know look at just sex in the city was you know candace bushnell i think was the author and just you know it's it's an it's really a nothing of a book you know it's tiny skinny little thing and then you look at what developed out of that, and so you know we might be small, but we're mighty in the creation yeah. of the media that's consumed today.
2: We definitely, um, as a as a tribe, you know of of, of uh, Indi- Indians, not Indians, the industry um, that we move Thoughts forward. We ask questions, you know, in writing. Um, we also record what's already happened, and so that it's really a, a wonderful thing that being a writer does. I mean, there's so many aspects. You, you use it in so many different careers too. The, uh, I recently spoke to uh, third and fourth graders uh, during a career day, and I said, you know, understand that like it's not only authors or writers that write. They're, I mean, you do it in all kind of different careers. Right. And, um, so they're like, "Oh, okay, you know, so I think it kind of opened their eyes a little bit that people write more than they realize that you know different things.
1: Oh my gosh, corporate reports, annual reports, memos, you know, training programs, you know, product literature, I mean, advertising, and there's so many things that that writers can do, and you know, when you're transient, whether you're like me by coastal, you work both coasts or you're you know moving around a lot your website and your social media presence goes where you go now you don't own your social media so be very careful in building these big groups because at any point it could be taken over it could be hacked it could be shut down and then too bad so sad you're not going to get it back we found this with my go army homes client created all these go army home websites for pcs moves base to base and it got hacked got taken over and because it was based on I don't remember which social media, maybe it was Twitter or YouTube or Facebook. I don't remember where it was, but it got hacked. It got taken over. It was 16 months until everything was resolved. You know, you'll be out of business by then. You know, people will be. So having your own website, having your own stuff, building your own tribe, building your own newsletter, you can still have a robust social media experience, but having your name as your website if you can or some variation thereof that'll go wherever you go and it stays with you and worth building
2: yeah, it is. Uh, also, when you're building your tribe, you can go to associations um, that whatever, like, say, if you're all about surfing, you know, I mean, you go to this. There are organizations about surfing, you know, whether that's creating the surfboards or people that surf or people that support the surfers. I mean, in our world today, there's an association for everything. everything. And there's actually, I believe the website is associations.com that you can go and search for um different kinds of different kinds of associations and it is amazing like all the different things that you think what Um, I have a friend who's a speaker and has gotten all kinds of awards and she owns a a plumbing business and I'm like you're a speaker for plumbing I mean like you know just to me it was like what but she's about the business owner and about how you treat your clients and I mean it's just all, all these different things that she speaks about and they have an amazing association that she's a part of and I'm like oh okay So really any kind of association, anything you can think of um, that you like to do. And that's one thing is when I write my books, um, when we're writing and more when I'm editing, um, I'll write a note on the side. It's like, oh, this would be a good article, you know, whatever um, that I might might a topic in there. And then I write, okay, what association might be a part of that. And so I make some notes on that so that when I want to uh, try to market the book, then I go to those places and say, Hey, you know what, we got a book on, you know, that talks about this, you know, whatever it is, it's cooking Greek food, or, you know, I mean, my characters are Greek. So then I would want to look up some, some kind of things that are Greek. You can do it on Facebook. You can do it on, you know, all the different social medias, but also just Googling them, you know, to look for those different places and go to it, you know, be a part of it, um, whether that's online or in person, um, but don't go as an author to get from them, go to, to uh, be a part and support that organization. And then you've earned your place to ask for, Hey, can I, um, you know, show you that I've published this or, you know, whatever. But when you go in at first, you, you know, you got to make sure that you are building your reputation within that, um, that tribe.
1: Well, having something to trade is always beneficial. You know, I was home with two little kids, a single mom, soul supporting, you know, my mom was sick and dying and I was bringing my dad into the house. It was a really dark time in my life and I was lonely and I wanted to meet people and I wanted to learn things. And this was really, you know, this was 15 years ago. So it was before the proliferation of digital media that we have today. And I was listening to all these like teens talking about this podcasting. Nobody even knew what that word was. Yeah, and I was right? like grandma in podcasting. Cause I was 35, like yeah. no 35 year old 15 years ago was podcasting. They were all young teens. They were tech. And I was like going, okay, well, if there's all this gaming podcasting and there's all this thing, maybe there's something for our business. Maybe there's something for the military community. Maybe there's something and I'm looking around and there's nothing. You know, and now 15 years later, I have, you know, thousands of episodes between coach talk radio, motherhood talk radio, military mom talk radio and powered up talk radio, because it is what it sounds like. Yeah, talk radio about subjects and so all of a sudden I started meeting and becoming involved in groups I went to military writers of America events I went to romance writers of America events when that was still up, you know I met agents and publishers and and artists and You know, you want to know by deep, dark, dirty secret about why I created motherhood talk radio?
2: Yes, I do. I love it. Everybody thinks it's because you
1: were a single mom and you needed all this help. I got free cookbooks. The publishers would send me free cookbooks to Uh you if I would talk about the cookbook on the air.
2: Like, sure, I could do that.
1: Yeah, and I have like three bookcases full of, I mean, the good ones, you know, the ones you go in, they're like 50 bucks, they weigh a 1000 pounds, you know, thank God I don't have to move anymore, because I would use my entire weight allowance with these heavy cookbooks, full color, glossy, Italian cuisine, I've got books in English and Spanish and French and German, I mean, just a phenomenal library. And that was the reason, you know, I didn't want to meet people, I already knew other mothers. And I'm like, maybe they'd send me some cookbooks, like, yeah, that's awesome. and then cookbooks turned into romantic fiction and then yeah. romantic fiction turned into, you know, the military writer society. I got all the top, whenever the top awards, I'd get a book box of books in the mail. And I want to shout out again, Karen Kingsbury, because when I was doing, I got so many books that I did a book donation to the VA reading room here in Los oh. Angeles. So I asked authors when they're sending me their books, can you sign it, thank you for your service or Semper Fi or so, you know, whatever you want to put in there, put it in the jacket cover because it's going to go in the reading room. Karen Kingsbury sent me a box of signed books so that I could drive them down and deliver. Now that's leading your tribe. It's one thing to send me one little book. She had, I think there was 15 or 20 in the box, all different titles, all hand signed for me to take down and deliver. Talk about being a tribe leader.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you gotta know what tribe you're comfortable with too. Um and sometimes you need to grow into a tribe, but um, you know, what are you passionate about? Like people are always like, oh, I don't know what to write about or I don't know where I belong. Um, figure out who you are and then um you can connect. But if you don't know, then go to different tribes, go to different things to see. You are know, like, hey, you know what? Um, I just like, I didn't start going to uh, writing conferences until I was 50. And that was my first one. And then about when I was, 53, I think it was. Um, I met the publisher that uh, I work for now and saw her the next year. And I was like, I really want to work with you. I took a chance. I didn't have a book published. I didn't really know anything about the publishing industry. I just knew that we had a connection and I really liked her hmm. and wanted to be a part of what she was doing. And so I just asked her, I was like, you know, I will do whatever. I just want to be, you know, part of there. She's like, well, do you do marketing? I'm like, no. I said, do you editing? I was like, no. And so We had to figure out what my skill was, you know, and my skill is people, and she really needs someone to connect their tribe together. So my job as author relations coordinator is to hold the author's hand through that traditional publishing period, which is about three or four years for each book. So, I mean, and that takes a load off of them to not have to, to do that. And, and I love it. Like, to me, it's not work. I just get to call and chit chat with the author, or I get to send them an email or whatever. And, um, so we all have our, our skills, and but even though you think your skill or your you know interest may not fit into a certain genre or certain tribe, it can. Just you might have to massage it a little bit to get it to fit. Just like me with the not editing, not you know being a publisher, not being a designer. Um, but my my skill was people, you know, and um, I can pretty much use that in any industry. And, and there's a lot like like you said about writing; it can fit in almost any industry or any tribe. Well, and I think,
1: you know, it's important to figure out where you belong and where you don't belong, because when you're a, a, well, when you're a people pleaser, you can fit in anywhere, but it doesn't mean you should be there, you know, and I really tried hard to write certain genres for clients, for myself, and I'm like, I just don't fit that that group I you know I'm too silly or I'm too blue or I'm too obnoxious like whatever the word is that goes in here I end up offending people and I'm like huh that's not my tribe
2: yeah exactly you gotta kiss a lot of frogs (laughs) and you need to listen to your heart and your emotions when you're involved in it is it work to get to do that whatever that event is or is it just a joy to be there and if that if it's a joy to be there that's probably your tribe right right and you know
1: and and if you're getting stuff done because that's the thing with these book clubs you know out here in la i joined all these book clubs and it's like they need to put the book club right next to aa so they go to the book club (laughs) go to AA, have the meeting or go to the meeting and then go to the book club whatever it is but it just seemed to be a reason to get together and drink wine and yeah. I would sit there and I had this talk about nerd heaven. I go into my first big book meeting here and I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. I have annotations. I have highlights. I have like 20 pages tabbed with, you know, little sticky tabs. And I'm just sitting there all ready to discuss. And they're like, who wants wine? Yeah. And I'm like, okay.
2: Yeah. And, and then it was book.
1: nothing about the book.
2: Yeah. Yep. And so really finding your tribe is important. Um, also, when you find your tribe, you'll be able to be closer to identifying your audience to who you're writing to. Um, if you don't know who you're writing to that's that's a struggle because um, you've got to figure out that one person that is going to be your person that if no one else read it, you know, who would enjoy it the most. And I mean, I know for me, my writing is that young military wife that may or may not have kids yet, or is about to have children. Her life has been moving around a lot. And I mean, I have a passion for them, um, just to be able to love on them and encourage them. I love being around them. I was a mentor mom at Mops, uh, just so oh. because and we have a lot of military at our church. And you know, a lot of them are away from their their moms. And that was how I was when I um adopted our daughter in Panama I didn't have you know family there but my church became that and I have all these wonderful women that came and became mentors um and so I realized that that's my that's my tribe I mean I forget that I'm the old lady in the group because you know when I start hanging out with those young 20 year olds I'm like oh yeah until so they say something then I'm like oh yeah yeah oh, I'm yeah. not that
1: See? And I love that. All right. So, well, you know what? Um, we have been visiting today with Dee Dee Lake. You can find her at Lake.com. We'll be
0: back soon with another great episode. Thanks for tuning in to Military Mom Talk Radio. Want more information? Check us out at military militarymomtalkradio.com or Find us on iTunes for more than 500 free episodes. Drop us an email or find us on Facebook. We are looking forward to another great discussion. We hope you'll join us on Military Mom Talk Radio.